What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, a lot to discuss today. Going to jump right into it. I think the biggest news in the baseball world is that Brian Reynolds and the Pirates have agreed to an extension. It's going to be an eight-year, $106.75 million contract for Brian Reynolds, the Pirates' star center fielder. So, this contract is going to overwrite his current deal and run through the 2030 season with a club option for 2031. He does not have an opt-out, but he does have a six-team no-trade clause. So he's going to be able to block trades to six teams. This deal, $106.75 million, is the largest guarantee in Pirates franchise history. Not sure, by the way, I'm not sure who the six teams are on his no trade list, but yeah, he, uh, he has a team, he has a list there. If I had to guess, it'd probably just be to really, to bottom barrel teams that are not contenders, but if he's already in the Pirates, I mean, what, <laughs> I mean, how much, how much, uh, different would it be? But I'm not trying to be mean, but honestly, let's be honest here. Either way, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just speculating. I don't know who his teams are on his list. But, um, yeah, so his salary will remain $6.75 million for this season. That's going to be unchanged. But he'll now receive a $2 million signing bonus as well. And he'll get $10 million next year, $12 million the year after that, 14 in 2026, 15 per year from 2027 to 2030. And the club option is valued at $20 million and has a $2 million buyout. So, you know, that's at least $2 million guaranteed in that opt-out year. So all in all, it's a guaranteed seven years, 100 on top of the six years, 7.5 he'd already be earning in 2023. So what it does is that it buys out his final two seasons of arbitration and locks in five free agent seasons with an option for a sixth. So, I mean, one of the two players, so he's one of two players that the Pirates acquired since they sent Andrew McCutcheon to the Giants back then, way back when. Brian Reynolds is one of the prospects who came over. He he hit the ground running with the Pirates in his major league debut back in 2017, hitting 314 with 16 homers his rookie year. And then, you know, with the exception of a, a rough 2020 season where it was just a small 55-game sample size, he has continued to hit well above average throughout his career. I mean, he's a 126 weighted runs creative plus guy in his career to date. 294 average, always is for a high average. And yeah, he's got just good tools across the board. Good defender, good speed, everything. So moving forward, it seems that the Pirates are going to trot him out as their primary left fielder rather than his customary center field. That's been the case the majority of this 2023 season. And, you know, I guess because the defensive metrics have increasingly, increasingly soured on his center field work in recent years. He's been good in the past, but recently, you know, it's been, it's been trending downwards. You know, so they're playing Jack Suwinski and Jiwon Bay more frequently out there. But in left field, his glove rates out very good. Very, very well, I should say. So, yeah, I mean, this culminates multiple years of trade rumors. Between Brian Reynolds and the Pirates. There were so many years we were thinking, like, oh, are they going to trade him? Are they going to trade him? Well, no, they decided to keep him, pay the man, 
And now he firmly joins Key Brian Hayes as a foundational piece for the Pirates. And, you know, the Pirates are doing something special in 2023. You know, they've, they've kind of re, rewritten their identity. Their win streak came to an end on Tuesday when they lost to the Dodgers 8-7, but they had a seven-game win streak before that. And they have a winning record. They are sitting pretty in the standings right now, although it's still very early. But first in the NL Central has a nice ring to it for a team that hasn't seen that in, in many, many years. So the, yeah, moving on, moving on. The Twins, the Twins beat the Yankees by a score of 6-2. And for the first time, for the first time in a long time, they have won the season series against New York since 2001. It's been 22 years since they won the season series. So even if they lose the rest of the games against New York, if they have any, I don't know. But what that means is basically they won more games than they could possibly lose against New York this season. So the Twins are 14 and 10 first in AL Central. This was a 6-2 Twins victory. Byron Buxton was two for four with a home run, a double, and two RBIs for Minnesota. And that's that's going to get it done. Can this guy stay healthy? I mean, I think history tells us no, he can't stay healthy. So there's no point in us speculating or asking ourselves that question every single year when we know that he can't. But that's okay. Because now you just, you bake that into the, your expectation for him. You, you expect to get, you know, 90 to 100 games out of, like 100 games out of Byron Buxton in a, in a good year. That's what you expect. And whatever he can do for you in those two thirds of the season, that's what you'll take. You don't expect 150 games out of this guy. That's just reality. But the, yeah, the, the Twins get that big victory behind him. We head to Tampa Bay. The Astros beat the Rays. Finally, somebody beat Tampa Bay at home. Their incredible home win streak has now come to an end. And this was at the hands of Luis Garcia and Astros. Garcia went six innings with no earned runs and seven strikeouts. Then offensively, Jeremy Pena, two for four with a double and RBI. Corey Jolks, same thing, two for four, double RBI, and he added a stolen base as well. So, yeah, all good things must come to an end. No team is going to go undefeated at home during the season, although Tampa Bay got off to a phenomenal start. They're still 20-4, and four, sitting first in the AL East. They have not lost many games. Astros are 13-11, trying to climb their way back to the top of the AL West after what's been an interesting start to the year for them but Luis Garcia you know he's he's the stopper you know he went out there and put up a really really good outing on the other side Drew Rasmussen a bit of a rough day for him four and a two-thirds innings with five earned runs for the Tampa Bay Rays so it's okay the Rays will turn the page and they'll recover and they'll, they'll go get another one if we head to Philadelphia where we have an interesting series between the Mariners and the Phillies. So the Mariners beat Philadelphia by a score of 5-3. And Jared Kelnick homered on a fly ball to center field. His seventh home run of the year. The Jared Kelnick breakout is real, ladies and gentlemen. It is legitimate. This guy has arrived. He is doing his thing. Three for four with a home run. He's now hitting 342 on the year. By the way, three for four with a home run and a double for Kelnick. Wow. Look at that. Yeah, this dude, yeah, we, we can put all those, all those whispers to rest. And I talked about this about a week ago saying that prospect pedigree matters, right? And 
when someone comes up for the first time when they're 21 years old, like Kelnick was, you can't put too heavy expectations on them because it's not normal for a 21 year old to perform at a high level at the big leagues. It takes a few years to get your, to catch your stride. And if you're someone who had high pedigree, if you're a top prospect in the minor leagues, you can expect within a few years, they're going to, they're going to see some positive regression. If they started off slow, they'll see some positive regression and start to put up numbers that are more in line with the expectations that we had of them based on their minor league numbers, based on their high draft pick, because they showed all these tools for so many years. There's no reason. It's not, it's not just leave them. It's the same game. The difference between the minor leagues and the major leagues is that the major leagues is faster. The game moves that much faster. Pitchers throw harder. You know, you, you don't get that extra step to pad your glove, make the throw to get a runner out. You know, things develop much more quickly at the major league level. And you have to adjust from pitch to pitch rather than adjusting from at bat to at bat. These are the differences between the minor leagues and the major leagues. So if you're a player who tore up the minor leagues and you have that pedigree, more often than not, the game will slow down for you after you've had enough big league reps, after you've played, you know, 100 games in the big leagues, let's say. Then the game will start to slow down. You'll get used to that. And then your your tools will start to catch up. And then you'll start to shine the way you did at the lower levels. That's typically what happens for these top guys. And that's what we're seeing with Jared Kelnick right now. So shout out to him getting that taken care of as, you know, he's, he's turned the page. He's a, I think we have completely fresh expectations for him moving forward. Because that's the kind of player he has always been. He's been a stud. So, other news. Injury news. Let's talk about Logan Ohapi. Unfortunately, he's going to miss four to six months with a torn labrum in his non-throwing shoulder. And that's going to require surgery. You know, he's a 23-year-old catcher for the Angels. He was hitting for the Angels the other day at Yankee Stadium. He hit a ball down the line. Fair ball. Ended up being a hit. But on that swing, he... He fell down in pain. And you could see something happen. It turns out to be a torn labrum. That's that's a huge blow. Very big blow. Uh, he was off to an impressive start this season, hitting 283 with a 339 on base, 547 slug, 142 weighted runs created plus. He's such a productive bat. But losing that productive bat for probably the remainder of the season, four to six months, that doesn't give him much time to come back. If he comes back at the earlier portion of that time frame yes he could be back but the later part of that could have him shut off for the rest of the year uh that's a big blow for the angels you know they they've seen their offense struggle outside of trout and otani and only ohapi and hunter renfro have posted an above average weight runs greater plus so far this season so that's a big blow for them other injury news chris bubich is undergoing undergoing tommy john surgery for the royals it's a very unfortunate setback for him he's 25 and he was showing some positive signs here in 2023. But uh, Tommy John, so he's going to be out at least a year. He'll be back sometime next season, most likely. That's It's it's a 14 to 18 month time frame. So probably the end of 2024, middle to end of 2024. So we'll see. Injuries are unfortunate. It, they, they, they happen. It's part of the game, part of every sport. But it's just unfortunate that it's happening to some guys that have showed so much promise, these young guys especially. Speaking of young guys, the Dodgers are going to promote prospect Michael Bush, 25-year-old, first-round pick of the Dodgers back from back in 2019. And he's a bat. That's what you're getting with him. He's, he's just a bat. Um, so Michael Bush has torn up the minor leagues completely. 
and he's a first baseman, second baseman, and left fielder. So you know they'll put him they'll put him somewhere. He was a first baseman in college, but most of his action as a pro has been at second base. But like I said, outfielder, he, he plays all over the field. Some people compare him to Max Muncy. Max Muncy is the guy he's replacing right now. Uh, but the bat is what's going to keep him in the lineup. So we'll see if he can hit enough. At least I was just talking like a few minutes ago how don't expect young guys to hit the ground running. But with the Dodgers, he's not going to have a long leash. So especially since he's just a temporary fill-in for Max Muncy. But we'll see what he'll do during his, his short time frame. But that's a new call-up for the LA Dodgers. So that is going to do for today, folks. Those are our updates. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.